Thank you. Thank you so much for having us be here today. Um, it's really, really good to be here. Uh, I've come here a few times, and my husband and I are friends with Adam and Leah. Um, so while Adam is off literally running this morning, um, I, want, I just want to let you know that they are thinking of you because I received a message from Leah this morning that said that she was praying for us as we share the word to all of you. So they're thinking of you while he's off and running too. So, um, and before I forget, because I might forget at the end, we do have a table downstairs in the fellowship hall with information on it, brochures, volunteer description sheets, uh, just various information if you're interested in going down and looking at that. And maybe we'll be down there afterward to ask, answer any questions you might have. Um, but my name is Leah Carl, and I'm the executive director. This is Heather Douglas. She, I mean, this is Abby Nelson. Sorry. <laughs> I accidentally looked up there for a moment. <laughs> so up there, Heather is on this side. <laughs> I know the people that work with me. <laughs> this is Abby Nelson. She is our, well, we've renamed it to brand manager, so she handles the uh, that side of it for us. And this is Heather Douglas. She is our nurse manager on staff. So, um, yeah, so I just wanted to, we're going to kind of share this morning, um, share in our speaking, just kind of make it a little um, informal. Um, and so our message today is called Life Opportunities. And I want to read to you as we get started, I want to read to you um, an email that I sent out to all of our donors a few weeks ago. So I'm going to read from that as we get started here. In light of recent events in our nation related to the leak of the Supreme Court Roe v. Wade draft, we want to assure you our faithful, generous, and impactful supporters, that for us here at Zoe Women's Center, life is still going on. Life is still valued, and life is still being offered to those we serve, in whatever circumstances they find themselves in, and regardless if they choose to receive it or not. I'm going to add this in here. This part wasn't in the email. But that is because we know human life is in the womb. From the very first moment of conception, there are three characteristics that make it a human life. One, it's alive and growing, composed entirely of human cells, and has unique DNA. It is a person being developed. And that human life, that person has value, as does the woman who is carrying this life. And we are there, meeting her where she is, empowering her to make a decision she can live with, for a lifetime. So the volatility that we are seeing in our culture is simply another opportunity for us to lean into our purpose even more, which is to extend hope and abundant life to those we have the honor of serving. And it's also an amazing opportunity for all of us together to show the love of God and to shine his light. So who Zoe a Women's Center is and will continue to be. We are a place, a people, that offers hope, support, and practical help to women and men in our communities in holistic ways, physically, emotionally, spiritually. Displaying the love of God that he gave through his son Jesus 
as we give of ourselves to those who feel they have no choice and no way to support life. We let them know that they do have a choice. They're not alone, and we give them a space to pause and a space to breathe. What Zoe Women's Center does and will continue to do, offer free and confidential services such as ultrasounds, medical-grade pregnancy testing, parenting and prenatal education, pregnancy options education, life skills classes, miscarriage support, post-abortion recovery, emotional and spiritual support, community referrals, and material needs assistance. It is deeply out of step to not give women real resources and real support before, during, and after pregnancies. So this is what we do. We offer support in the moment and beyond the moment. It is because of your consistent support in so many ways, and this is so true. We don't just say this. We really know this and believe it, that we are able to be who we are and do what we do. And for that, we are grateful because really you are the ones making the impact because we don't exist without you. We really don't. <laughs> I know Heather wanted to share something here about yeah, some of our services. Leah um, mentioned we offer ultrasounds at our center, which we've been providing as a service for our clients for like just over a year now. Um, having an ultrasound can help women have a more realistic picture of the precious life that is growing inside of her. As Dr. Bernard Nathanson, who is a former abortionist, once said, fewer women would have abortions if wounds had windows. When a woman sees her ultrasound, it offers a glimpse of the precious life that is existing and thriving in her womb. There is something so surreal about seeing a baby's heart beating away. Despite it appearing no bigger than a penny on our TV monitor, it is something that one's eyes is drawn to immediately, and it provides the opportunity of, of connection from one human life to another, which, which of course reminds me of the scripture verse, Jeremiah 1.5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. So here today... We want to present to you what life opportunities does the body of Christ have beyond Zoe Women's Center? What life opportunities do you have? Being biblical is our calling. And I think one of the prayer requests today was how do you balance um, truth with love? And actually that's a big part of what we want to share today too because we ask that question too. Because there are many, many things that rise up in all of us in times that we live in today. And so we have to say, God, where are you? What is the focus that your heart has? And how do we display that? So being biblical is our calling, to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to be the church, to engage in the issues that surround unexpected pregnancies and all those involved to serve and empower them, serving as Jesus served with humility and hope. Micah 6.8 says, The Lord has told you what is good, and this is what he requires of you, to do what is right, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. So our first life opportunity that we have is love. 
We have the opportunity to speak, display, share, and to live the love of God to those in the community around us and the people that we come in contact with. Matthew 5:43 through 45a says, You have heard that the law says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children, children of your Father in heaven. And I think this verse is very important, especially in talking about the abortion industry and the pro-life industry, because the, um, the people who are pro-choice, there are still people in, made in the image of God. And so it's important for us to pray for them and to pray that their eyes are opened and that the veil of darkness is removed from around them and that we can still speak life into them and they recognize that and they see Jesus in that effort. In Matthew 22, 37 to 39, it says, Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as as yourself. Our second, um, our second one is illuminate. So we have the opportunity to shine the light of Jesus into places that seem really dark. Not just with the women and men, but with those who fight against us, our mission. In 2 Corinthians 4, 6, it says, For God who said, Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we can know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. And Ephesians 5, 8 says, For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light. Can, oh, that's so much better. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little allergy, so I don't know if it's just my ears being clogged that I can't hear myself. <laughs> um, so like I said, our, our giving tree um, is a place that women can come and they can receive um, maternity clothes and other items um, to help them along in their pregnancy um, and after their pregnancy as well. Yeah, well, the exciting thing about that, too, is when she mentioned we're part of a, a local hospital is that just happened. We've been for over a year been saying, God, how do we get out in the community in different ways? And um, how do we actually, you know, say this is what we offer for you before, during, and after your pregnancy? And in the last month or so, one of the hospitals, it just came open for us to give our giving tree brochures out to put them in the bag for new moms to say this is a place that you can come to and you can receive help. So 
that has that was a big answer to prayer, and we're really excited about being that voice and being in the community in that way. Yes, definitely. Um, another way that it's super important to have a voice in our community, well, one reason why it's super important is because that it is vital that we stand up for the unborn valuable life inside the womb, but also for the woman who is carrying that life. Um, these are both very vulnerable populations um, at the moment, especially, and it's vital that we have the knowledge to give them hope as well as the resources that they need. Um, and one way that we actually do this at Zoe Women's Center um, is through social media and our website. <laughs> um, the internet is where everybody goes nowadays to find answers to questions. And so these women that are in these crisis pregnancy situations um, will look online for where to get an abortion or where to receive an abortion pill um, and things of that nature. And so what we do in our marketing tactics is um, to make sure that our website or our social media is one of the first things that they see when they research um, that question. And in turn, we've had several people call the center um, out of those um, efforts because we're offering hope. And so they see us and they say, oh, they have answers to the questions that we need. They're going to give us support and community. And so that's what our goal is. Um, and in the same way, our social media works in that aspect to truth into these dark areas and to combat um, some of the lies that are being spread by these multi-billion dollar corporations such as Planned Parenthood. Um, and it's important that people realize that there's more than one, there's more than one option and that they're not alone for thinking that um, there is and that because many people are telling them that there's only one thing that they can do and we all know that that's not true. Um, so our social media and our website act as lights in those places to combat um, those things. Yeah. Yeah. Now more than ever, it's like so important to have a voice and speak the truth. Um, Jess Ford, who is a speaker, writer, uh, pro-life activist, um, he um, put out an article and he'll read something from it. And, and it's just really good to, to keep in mind like how we as a body of Christ should approach um, approach abortion, approach pro-life, and really um, take it, um, yeah, approach it in the right angle. Um, it says, humanity craves truth. It is difficult for any human being to subscribe, to subscribe to fundamentally inconsistent beliefs. In this way, the pro-life movement has an advantage. The ideas within this movement are fundamentally coherent, consistent, and unfiltered. When the pro-life position is presented from a heart of compassion, and when the truth of abortion is communicated with clarity, the movement grows. People may agree with our logic, but they will be initially attracted by our love. As a movement, we must choose to lay aside our pride in moments of debating. We must be willing to be disrespected, just as Christ was. For the sake of future generations, we must maintain our position of love, compassion, and truth. God wants this movement to succeed, but we must be willing to partner with him. We must fight with his love. Let's display genuine, meaningful compassion to our world rather than a desire to be correct. There are lives on the line. Yeah, that's really good because that, that part that says we must fight with love. It's not necessarily how we think fighting goes, but that's how God did it. He sent his son, Jesus, that last song we sang. He came to seek and save the lost. And we're grateful for the cross. 
That's how he did it. He was fighting for our souls when he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us, to redeem us, to have relationship back with the Father. And so our last opportunity, life opportunity, is empower. We have the opportunity to empower the women and men, yes, with our voice in the community, but listening to their voice, listening to their fears and their obstacles, the whys of whatever decision they feel they want to make or need to make, the voices or situations that say they can't or don't want to be pregnant, letting them know that they're heard. And we encourage them that they are stronger than that fear or the unknown. And they are smarter than that obstacle. And we offer what we might be able to that would help them to overcome, letting them know that they can, they can choose hope, and take courage. This is a a picture that we actually have hanging in one of our rooms. To remind them, you can choose hope and take courage. So these are your life opportunities that we wanted to present to you as the body of Christ. To love, to illuminate, to focus, and to empower. This isn't just something that is meant for Zoe, a women's center to do. It is for the body of Christ. As you see, we put scripture in all of this because God's word is truth. His word is truth. Whether we choose to believe that or not doesn't make it true. It's true. And Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And so one of the practical ways that a church, individuals in the church, or the church as a whole can do, is there is a program, and it's called Making Life Disciples. I'm going to read straight from their website. MLD is a simple, easy-to-access basic training that allows your church to begin a non-political, holistic, gospel-centered approach to caring for the abortion vulnerable, teaching people in your church how to offer practical help and discipleship to those who are in the midst of making difficult pregnancy decisions. And accordingly, MLB equips your church to establish a team to walk alongside men and women facing pregnancy decisions and to build a unified, holistic kingdom response to abortion. It turns your church into a central port of point of compassion in your community. Moreover, Making Life Disciples enables your church to form meaningful partnerships with your local pregnancy centers so that you can create kingdom connections throughout your community, forming a network of support for people at risk for abortion. So this is something you can do as an individual. You can have it as a Sunday school group. uh, And it's for men and women. This isn't just training women because men are part of this too. They're part of the pregnancy too. And um, so we, we also want men to be trained. Um, it's to prepare you to serve the women and men who may come through your doors, church doors, in a pregnancy crisis mode. And it also prepares you to serve even more hand-in-hand with centers like ours. As we then have places or people that we know, we could say to a man or a woman, hey, we know somebody, a place or a person who is willing to receive you and come alongside you in ways that we can't give that support. If you're interested in this program or you just have questions, you can see me. We have little cards that you can see me after church or down at the the table. Because we would love to have 
making life disciples in every church in our communities, letting women and men know they're not alone and that there are people positioned beyond Zoe, a women's center, who can walk with them in their journey. And again, this is beyond a pregnancy center because there are women in our churches that are coming in and they're not going to show it, but they may be in a crisis mode. There are women in our churches who have already been in a crisis mode and have chosen abortion. So none of this is to pass any judgment on anybody at any time or to point a finger, but it is to say, we are here to come alongside you and to offer the love and the hope and the compassion. And so you as a body of Christ can do that. And I want to close with this scripture because I feel this scripture is the model of harmony, humility, and service like Jesus. And this scripture is also our mission to shine the light of God and offer the word of life to all. It's a little bit lengthy. It's Philippians 2, 1 through 16, and it's out of the Amplified, so it's got extra words in it. So by whatever strengthening and consoling and encouraging our relationship in him affords, by whatever persuasive incentive there is in love, by whatever participation in the Holy Spirit we share, and by whatever depth of affection and compassionate sympathy, fill up and complete my joy by living in harmony and being of the same mind and one in purpose, having the same love, being in full accord and of one harmonious mind and intention. Talking to the body of Christ. Do nothing from factional motives, through contentiousness or strife or selfishness or for unworthy ends, or prompted by conceit and empty arrogance. Instead, in the true spirit of humility, lowliness of mind, let each regard the other as better than and superior to himself, thinking more highly of one another than you do of yourself. Now, that's a different way of thinking in our world today. But that's who we are called to be. That's what we're called to do. This is the heart of Jesus. Let each of you esteem and look upon and be concerned for not merely your own interests, but also each for the interests of others. Those in our building and those outside of our building and in our communities. Let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. So let him be your example in humility. Who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained. But he stripped himself of all the privileges and rightful dignity so as to assume the guise of a servant and that he became like men and was born a human being. He's such an awesome, awesome Jesus. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and on earth and under the earth, 
and every tongue confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So therefore, my dear ones, as you have always obeyed my suggestions, so now, not only with the enthusiasm you would show in my presence, but much more because I'm absent, work out, cultivate, carry out the goal, and fully complete your own salvation with reverence and awe and trembling, self-distrust with serious caution, tenderness of consciousness, watchfulness against temptation, timidly shrinking from whatever might offend God and discredit the name of Christ. Here's the best part, but it's not in your own strength. For it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you. You don't have to do this on your own. This isn't something we strive. How do I do this? How do I have love and truth? And how do I, how do, I do this? That's why we have it as a prayer request. Because, God, we can't do this on our own. But he says, but I'm all the while effectually at, effectually at work in you. I'm energizing and creating in you the power and the desire both to will and to work for his good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. So do all things without grumbling and fault-finding and complaining against God. Yes, we do that against God. And questioning and doubting among yourselves. So that you may show yourself to be blameless and guileless, innocent and uncontaminated children of God, without blemish, faultless and unrebukable, in the midst of a crooked and wicked and perverse generation spiritually perverted and perverse, among whom you are seen as bright lights, stars or beacons shining out clearly in the dark world, holding out to this dark world and offering to all men the word of life. That's our mission. This is our model. Humility, harmony, the love of Jesus, shining out and offering to everyone that we meet the word of life that we have, that is in us, that he came to give. It's not just before us. It's in us. So let it come out. So we want to say thank you, and I want to close in prayer. Thank you for all the things that you as a church have done to support Zoe Women's Center. Because you have, as individuals and as a church as a whole, the things that you do. We thank you. So, Father, we just come to you right now in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we stand in awe of what you did by sending your Son, Jesus. And we just read all the things that, you know, he stripped himself of all that and came here to live with us and among us. To show us what it looks like to have relationship with you, his father. And he died and gave his life. Went to the extreme. Obedience because of great love. But it's not just for us, as Abby said earlier. It's for those who seem to be our enemy. So, God, we just thank you that we are able to take this light and this love and shine it 
like your word says, we're shining like bright stars, offering out and holding out to the word of life, being willing to be disrespected, being willing to um, just have things come against us and want to fire back. But you'll show us how to do that in the right way. We don't have to stand back and be so silent. But we don't need to be intimidated either. Because you are in us. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. And so we stand and say, God, where are you leading? What do we say here? How do we say this? What do we do here? What's the action that we can take that is for life and for hope and for love? We don't want to always be against. We want to be on the offense, not the defense. And so I just thank you, Father. I thank you for what you are doing in this congregation, in the hearts of these people that you have called and you have chosen and you have set forth to share and show and live and love and display the heart of Jesus to the community around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Abby's going to share one more, more little, little thing. So, um, my position, I'm actually going to be moving on um, from Zoe soon. Um, and so, my position is going to be available for somebody to take over. And so, we're looking for somebody who is creative and motivated um, to fill this brand management position. And so this is kind of like a collective role at the moment between a marketing manager and like a content creator where I um, implement and kind of oversee marketing strategies both online and offline through ads and um, other things like offline be like brochures and print materials. Um, But we also do a lot of content creation, which is um, all of our graphics designing stuff, whether that's for our fundraisers like the baby bottle fundraiser or the walk. Um, and definitely our social media and our website and YouTube channel. Um, I'm kind of in charge of creating all of those things and running those things smoothly. Um, so if you know anybody who is interested and really loves graphic designing or um, knows a lot about like social media or is even interested in marketing and analytics and things like that, um, this position will soon be available and we would love to um, work with somebody in that aspect to, again, um, find new ways to reach these women and men um, and offer them the truth and the love and the hope um, of Christ. Because so, yeah. I'm not letting Abby go until we find somebody. <laughs> so thank you so much, really. Thank you so much for who you are in this community. Thank you, Leah. Thank you.